welcome to the Age of Enfrightenment. I am your host, Theo. I'm here with my compatriots, Nick. Hi. Hi, everybody. And Dave. Hey, you do realize that when I fade the music in, no one's going to hear the first part of what you said. Well, I just shit. can't wait to see what that looks like on the screen, that, that big jump. Oh, I can already see it's peaked. Yeah. All right, all right. Should I, should I no, 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 just keep going. No, we're going in. Yeah, we're with right, we're special guest appearance with the one and only, the notorious, the spooky bread, Lauren. So, we that have... was so much better than any of us could have done that. Yeah. yeah. We were just going to say, um, Lauren's here. <laughs> wow, I feel so welcome. So, we do have a special guest today, our friend Lauren. Lauren, Hi. welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. And Lauren, people are probably wondering, why are you here? I am words. here because people think I'm a witch, and <gasps> I am a little bit, but not in the way that you think. That was pretty easy. We just had to politely ask. We did yeah. a whole episode about people pressing people with stones and <laughs> drowning people just to find out if they're a witch, and you just kind of... Giles Corey? You just kind of said it. Um, yeah. 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 So last week, we covered a lot of historical witchcraft uh, that took place in the mid to late century Europe. Um, and it was really awful, and it had a lot to do with demons. And a lot of people died, about 50,000. But now this week, we're gonna talk about modern magic, mm. uh, which is quite a bit more accepted than it was, you know, like, like 200 cool years ago. Right yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it, at the very least, it's, we, we sort of touched upon at the end of our last episode how it's become at least something that even if you're not into it, you're curious about it. Whereas even people who would consider themselves very like devout Christians, people who had been terrified of witches 200 years ago are now kind of playing with this stuff too, because it seems interesting and not threatening. So we're really interested, uh, Lauren, from your perspective, what it's like to actually be into this stuff and, and to practice it to you know a varying degree. So I would like to start by asking, why do you hate Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> I don't hate Jesus. I'm actually really interested by all religions. Um, so something that's um, come up a lot in the news are, you know, like radical Islam and, you know, Muslims radical being the bad Islam. guys. So, um, Harvard University <laughs> Harvard University has actually released um, a free um, web series about religious um, literacy, and oh, it cool. kind of goes into detail about every religion. So Islam, Christianity, um, Hinduism, Buddhism. Um, and I think it's a really great resource. So uh, that kind of piqued my interest when I was going through that. It's on edX. Um, it's a free online learning platform. Cool. And it but kind you of, do hate Jesus. I don't hate Jesus. <laughs> you stop sidestepping I, the question. <laughs> I'm not. I'm coming around to it right now. So I don't hate Jesus. I think he's a great character in the grand scheme of things, and I'm a little drunk. Um, <laughs> but um, what I'm trying to say is I like to incorporate little tidbits from everything right because take the, i take feel the like good. yeah yeah i feel like um they've um everybody's sort of halfway there and then god I'm not they get like a sense. little too they like tied up in the dogma of yes, everything and yeah. people and um culture has yeah. a huge yeah. influence every, at its core every religion is working towards the same thing it's, exactly it's about it's finding answers enlightenment and, finding peace and, and enlightenment. you yeah. know yeah inner peace and the, thing but. is now, though, that in 
most of the Western world and, well, most of the Eastern world, uh, unlike a couple hundred years ago, you could kind of branch out and look into different aspects of religion with a critical eye. Where doing that a couple hundred years ago would just get you burned to shit. Um, yeah, pretty much. But I think we're, we're circling uh, sort of what we wanted to dive into in the first place, which is how you got into this. And uh, clearly you have a lot of interest in religion and mm. faith. And how early back do we have to go in your life before you started getting into the witchcraft side of things? Well, <laughs> so I don't really tell many people this. I maybe have told Matt or like maybe one of my girlfriends. But um, apparently I come from a line of witches. Which really? Is, yeah. That is awesome. Yeah. So my mummy, she has like prophetic dreams and she um, would be able to like change the weather a little bit. She, I haven't really asked her too much because... Um, now, are you sure that she's a witch and not just an X-Man? <laughs> she could be an X-Man, but that's okay with me because I'm fine with being a that's cool. witch it's a win or win. an X-Man. Yeah, it is yeah, a win-win. Either way, you're, you're better than a regular win-win. person. <laughs> um, but my grandmother is really interesting because um, she used to hold seances and um, she would make objects appear, which is really interesting. And there's... Um, one tale where not a tale but um she would tell me and my sister and my cousins and my mom that during one particular seance a strange ring appeared and every um person that was present during the seance you know took turns like wearing the ring like one week and every week something really terrible would happen like one week one of the ladies was involved in a car accident and was hospitalized. And they kept passing on the ring? Well, they figured it out after, like, the second or third person, but my uncle actually still has the ring, and it's, like, locked up. And he, yeah. So it's, we still have it within our family, but they would make things appear during seances, and they were able to bend spoons and stuff, and just, like, Crazy things like so that. to a degree, this is something you grew up with. It might not have yeah. been like taught, but it's something that was yeah, just the norm. For always you. had like spooky encounters with like. Yeah, ghosts I know. And... Talking to your sister, that she's had some demonic experiences. Oh, she's like... just like. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, here we go. <laughs> that girl is haunted, like straight up. Like she just attracts bad energy, and she, I, I feel like. I hope she doesn't listen to this. Um, she <laughs> I'll do some creative. No it's okay. Nobody will. We'll make sure that she cannot get get any access to. Always this has negative thoughts, and I feel like she, you can create your own demons, and that's kind of what's happened to her. Like she's had some weird things, yeah. like bad life events, and so mm. I feel like that's sort of, um, like a symptom. Yeah. So wherever she moves she experiences some sort of activity where like there will be random pictures on her phone that she'll take at 3 a.m. when she's sleeping or like um, and then her, find them the next day I guess yeah, she'll like, find she them the next day yeah she she'll snapchat yeah. them so she's like hey I'm not crazy this is happening right. you know take a look at this and then she has a dog and he'll just like sit in the corner and like just like whimper at something that he sees or like start barking maniacally at right. it and I'm like well oh, I don't know shit. he's kind of stupid like, <laughs> does she practice magic at all to any degree? No, but no. she like sees and hears things a lot. She'll see shadows or she'll hear voices. And um, I mean, like I when I first got to your apartment, I kind of was like, "Hey guys, I'm not a Wiccan. I just want to let you know right now. Right. Um, and I'm not like a conventional witch by any means. But um, 
there are like certain levels to it that they do describe in like Wiccan books where there's, um, you know, you could have the gift of prophecy or you can uh, feel like the emotions or you can see and hear things. And she definitely sees and hear things. And I think so. Does yeah. Yeah, I definitely got the vibe that she has. Yeah, does. like, with me, like, I've had, like, weird dreams where that they've, like, come true, and it happens more often than not. Yeah. And that's, and, like, I'll have, like, feelings where, like, I can feel, like, the energy of a room or, like, of a person or, like, I can, I can, I'm definitely more empathetic to my surroundings mm. and, like, I feel like my the house that I grew up in, I was angry a lot and we found out it was built on an Indian burial ground. And so my sister would see things all the time, but I was just like pissed off all the time. And I was like going on like rampages and I'm like, huh, I'm probably being controlled a wow. little bit, but like whatever. So an Indian burial ground is like the quintessential. I know. Right? I feel like a little silly for saying it, but, um, Hey, if that's what it was, if there are no, Indians was, buried there. Yeah. Like, um, it was, um, I grew up in Packinac Lake, and in the 50s, it was, like, just all woods. And um, the Oneida Indians, Lola and Uppy, lived there, and they just plowed through everything and just put up all these little cottages for summer rentals. And then my grandfather bought them, like, brought a bunch of them when he, like, in the 50s. But I don't know. So, so you say that you're not Wicca. No. And but would you consider yourself a witch? Because honestly, I don't know the difference between. I mean, the two terms. I consider myself a witch because like I've casted spells, and I mean, if I had, I don't really categorize myself as anything, but I do definitely gravitate toward that sort of thing. And mm -hmm. if I had to put a label on it, I guess it would be like a witch. But okay. Now, is like, this something that you're born with, like no. Harry Potter style? No. And I, I, I don't mean that to be condescending no. or shit. Right, no, 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 Harry no, no, no. Podcast. I mean, <laughs> but you can deliberately make the choice. From to... what I've researched during my path to self-discovery, um, <laughs> when I was researching Wicca, because it was something that piqued my interest, but it just, for me, was not the right path um, mm -hmm. at the end of the day. Um, it is something that you can be born with, which I think is the case with me. I'm not 100% sure because I'm still, like, trying to figure it out. Mm -hmm. But, like, I know that if you open your mind, um, you can, like, experience the same kind of result. Okay. I feel like everybody is capable. Okay. So it's not something that's exclusive to bloodline no, or I a culture? No, I feel like, or... um, I'm not very good with words, but, um... <laughs> I feel like you make your own reality, so if you believe something to be true, you can make it true. Not, like, necessarily with everything, but, mm -hmm. like, for some people, heaven is a very real thing, so if that's what they want for their afterlife, I feel like they can achieve it. They will it. create it. Yeah, yeah they'll achieve actually... it, or they'll go to hell if they're bad. Like, that whatever, I feel like. Actually is, like, a pillar Oh, or at least a major part of Wicca, as well as, like, voodoo and hoodoo, which is, if you believe it, it is real. Um, right. And can actually manifest as something real. It if affects you, believe you it as opposed to someone who doesn't buy into it because yeah. they're shut out, I guess, from that reality. Yeah, it's a yeah. question of faith in a lot of ways. And it sounds like, just from what you said, you have studied it, and you've definitely 
taken a bit more to like the mystical side mm -hmm. but just like christianity or islam or anything you're not like a a dead fast practitioner of wicca no. or just because again you grab snippets you like and yeah you move like on. i um before we started recording you know i said i won't do i won't i don't go with anything that doesn't feel right mm -hmm. and when i do tower readings like when i said like oh i'll lay out the cards a certain way and i'll go wherever my hand like where i've i mm -hmm. feel it in my hand i'm like this is the card that i want to pick and it's the same way where if it doesn't like i'm not just going to follow something blindly because sure. that's how one person thousands of years ago said we should follow it yeah. i'm gonna only gonna follow it if it feels right like in my core so we talked a little bit, like you said, because you brought up you're not Wicca specifically, and we talked a bit before we started that in traditional, at least what's accepted as Wicca, there's sort of the horned deity, and then there's like the goddess deity, and it's mm -hmm. male and female. Were there certain books or texts that you looked into when you were first interested to like learn about those things? And what, what mm -hmm. were those books, and, and what, what about them did you take away positively, oh, and what God. did you take away negatively? <laughs> um... You have 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny Order because before I got here, it's like, oh, let me grab some, like, fun things to, yeah, like, set the Yeah, our table is littered with really cool things right now. We'll get to those. <laughs> but they're oh, Lauren my. things. I made them. So they're not like other people. They, Lauren things can be cool things. <laughs> they are cool things. Um, they don't be so hard on your things. while I was grabbing my things, I was, like, glancing at all of my books and stuff. And I do have, like, um, maybe, like, four or five books on Wicca. And I can't remember their titles or who they That's are fine. by. Yeah. But um, one of them is, like, a pretty popular Wiccan. I forget her name. But she's kind of like a mom, and she talks about herself a lot in the books, and it's kind of annoying, and that's kind of why I stopped reading them. But, like, she had the right idea. But there's actually this really cool online thing that just started up um, maybe a, a couple months ago. It's called The School of Witchery. Um, oh, I think I came across that Probably, yeah. Um, I was, like, one of the first people to join. But that was a really good resource because it's a lot of like-minded people where right. they all have, like... Um, their own views of things sure. um, but when I was like first looking it up there was um, this girl on YouTube who had her own YouTube series called Mandy C and probably for like the first 20 episodes I was like totally on board with her and then she got really weird with like star children and like mm. like I don't even know where, what happened. It but. just turns the corner. But, <laughs> yeah, for, like, her whole viewpoint changed, and that's fine because she believes her own thing, but... Oh, yeah. But just, I was, like... You don't have to follow it. Yeah, if, but, yeah. like, she was probably the one person, and I, that was when I was um, doing the health inspections, and I was on the road a lot, so yeah. I would just, like, listen to her, like, in my car, and I'm like, wow, like, she's so smart. Like, she really gets <laughs> and so um she kind of opened my mind and i'm like i looked at like oh star seeds that what that's star what they were have you heard of that the nah, star seed no. project you should look that up i All can't right, cool. um i can't speak to it but um apparently they think they're like aliens and stuff and that they were put on earth because of some i don't know some more or like i don't know some sort of oppression well it's it, so it sounds kind of like uh like scientology yeah, it's actually. Very that's similar, sort of the basis actually, yeah. yeah but they're called star seeds and you have to do like this certain where you like meditate and you like do the certain movement and it's supposed to awaken you now it sounds like the oa 
Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's basically just a yoga cool class. Yeah. Because <laughs> not as enjoyable to I watch. I mean, who knows? I don't know what to believe. Like I said, I'm I just kind of take pieces and just put right. it together and of what I believe. So just uh, disclosure, I'm not I mean, it sounds like you authority. come from a line of people that all do that same thing. They yeah. They do what they want to do. No, it's a curiosity right that leads them mm-hmm. to where they want to go. I got a question about that because that's super fascinating. So is that something like you all grew up knowing or is that just kind of like a revelation one day? Like, yeah. Well, so much I knew that I had a thing always. Okay. Mm. And my sister and my mom always knew. Oh, okay. So. And I, I guess your mom like supported it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's what I was going to ask. How like... How present was mysticism in your childhood? Was it like a pretty? Mm. Were they like pretty open about it, or or was um, it sort of like always there but not talked not about? Not when my dad was around, because my dad was like super Roman Catholic, yeah. and that's a hell of a mix. Yeah, <laughs> like, I know. but it, it kind of makes sense. Though. I mean, I I just know that you know we've talked about this on several of our podcasts, but Theo and I were both raised Roman Catholic, and I. There's a lot of connections. A lot of what I look back on now feels very mystical about what mm-hmm. the dogma of that faith is. So it, it, it almost kind of makes a little bit of sense that Actually, there's, there's a simpatico-ness there. Just, at the, the very two. least, it makes you a little bit more open-minded to things like that. Right. I just realized right. that that's not weird at all with your mom and your dad. Yeah, you've known I've known, yeah. <laughs> I've known, like, well, Lauren for many years and her fiance matt is one of my closest friends they both are uh he's not close now he's in the other room so. yeah <laughs> but he can't hear us uh and yeah, basically what an idiot. lauren lauren is into all of this and matt goes pretty hard in the other direction and i remember when they got engaged they invited me and my now fiance out to dinner and they were talking about wedding ceremonies and matt was like uh it's okay lord matt was <laughs> like was pitching for like a relatively normal wedding and Lauren I think you said I want to have a ceremony in the woods yeah so I can understand your dad and your mom being from very different faiths but still getting along pretty well yeah they were fine you know they were like it was an average couple so with the way that you practice now because like you said there's always been you've always had this sense that you Mm -hmm. had this within you when you started to look into it more and actually label it as witchcraft or as spells or, or anything like that, mm-hmm. did it become a social thing or has it always been more personal? You, you kind of talked a little bit about online communities and um, stuff like that. Yeah, I've looked into online communities. I haven't really talked to anybody about it except for like a couple of people. I haven't really talked to Matt about it. Um, it's just because I feel like people would think I'm silly. And I was kind of saying it earlier, like, I was very nervous to do this because I'm just a generally anxious person and I always want to be in good standing with everyone. So this isn't something that you would talk about maybe with coworkers on a regular no. basis? No. Well, I'm a boss, so I can't talk about stuff like that right. because yeah. it would affect their view of me. But. Um, it's interesting, though, because I think it, it at least is a continuation of what we talked about last week. Now, granted, thankfully, no one's planning to come after you with pitchforks, but clearly... I don't know. I haven't quite made up my mind, so... <laughs> yeah. I'll take you on. All right. I don't need witchcraft. Yeah, don't, don't, don't pick that fight. <laughs> but clearly, there's a discomfort there for a reason. Obviously, society isn't still totally... You can you could walk in as a boss and talk about going to church on Sunday and not mm. feel awkward about that. Yeah. And yet you you would feel strange about saying this. So it's interesting mm-hmm. that that's still I also there. work in Bergen County, which is like... Uh, <laughs> a little more... 
Yeah, they're um, what? There's a special term for it. They're Honkies. like. It's something with, uh, blue. They're blue. So like Sundays, oh, okay. everything's closed because people go to oh, church yeah, and stuff. Yeah. 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 So um, and everybody I work with is super Christian and right. So yeah. So th- that actually leads into another thought that I have. Have you ever like experienced any kind of like I don't know like persecution or like negative uh, feedback because of that? Like anybody find out about it and like get, one time like, my cousin was like you're not a wicca are you and i'm like lol <laughs> <laughs> that was it okay but so, so nothing major you, no. you haven't lost any jobs over no. it or anything like yeah. that yeah i also don't really like to bring in um in any type of um job or like professional setting i don't really like to go into personal things and which I really, you don't bring it up on like the I never bring up religion or <laughs> right. politics which or... really should be a rule across the board but across the yeah. board but it is interesting that I know I've had plenty of jobs where people openly talk about well they shouldn't going to church on site but only because it seemed to them it seems like well everybody's you know when you're yeah. that ingrained in it it's like well everybody knows about this and most people are this even though that's not necessarily true so it is kind of interesting that there's a, still a very clear divide drawn between mm. what's acceptable and what's not in the workplace. Um, but, but thinking about all of that kind of stuff, when it comes to that's sort of the social aspect of it, when it comes to the personal, uh, I know that you have your tarot cards here with mm-hmm. you and you talked a little bit before we started about reading your own cards. What what are what is this what is it to you personally? What are the things that you uh, do yeah, yeah. personally that you feel connect you to witchcraft in any way to any degree that uh, that are just like positive things in your life? Like the the reasons. I mean, that you I do can it. will certain things that I want to happen, which is weird. Like, okay, this is a stupid example, but I had got my mom a really nice vacation for her birthday. And it was like during the rainiest season of Miami. And so for like one week every day in the shower, I did like a little spell where like in my head, I envisioned perfect weather and I thought really hard and I'm like, this is reality. This is what's going to happen. Like it's going to be this beautiful. And it was that beautiful. Mm. And then it was like for that four days we were there and then it was like hurricane all the day surrounding it. Yeah. Now, see, that doesn't strike me as. But that's Miami, dumb. and that does it all the time. Yeah, so but that doesn't like strike me as dumb. It, it because it wouldn't. Nobody would bat an eye if it was like, oh, they were going on vacation, so I prayed. I prayed for good weather. For good mm-hmm. weather. Yeah. It, it's it's no. Interesting. I thought really hard about it. Like <laughs> yeah. I was like, no, it's gonna. And like I even mixed like certain things. Like I went on the internet and I was like, I went to the school of witchery actually, and I was like looking at their spells and stuff. And I was like, oh, what are like herbs and and um, uh, spices that are good? So I made little sachets. Uh, or satchel sorry i'm so drunk um, <laughs> and i mixed things together and then while i was driving um to work i in whatever direction i was going if it was heading south like south toward florida i released it into the wind with my intent so you littered it didn't litter <laughs> but like and i she did paid her 200 fine and like i burned incense and then i meditated and thought even more about having good weather in the right head so for some oh, of these things awesome. so for some of these things there are very clear directions maybe they differ from person to person but it's not just as simple as you thought about it you did a physical act of creating these satchels yes. and that's part of it as definitely well. something happened and you saw tangible 
Yeah, that's my most perfect example. I I will ask a question. We may yeah. edit it out. <laughs> um, have you ever tried to do malfeasance? I don't know what that is. I don't think harmful magic on anyone. No, against someone. because that's so scary to me. Because whilst researching Wicca. I learned about the rule of three, which is, um, yeah. ever mind the rule of three, three times without, well, if you sprinkle the, while you tinkle, please. And so, <laughs> if you sprinkle while you tinkle, <laughs> but no, there's the rule of three and it's like, ever mind the rule of three, three times what thou givest returns to thee. There you go. So essentially what you put, what you said earlier, what you put out into the world, you get back. Yeah. Right. But some Wiccans believe that it comes back to you three times. So, like, three times is bad. So, if you do something bad to someone, it'll come t- back to you either on three separate occasions or, like, three times whatever you did to them. Three times is wor- as but bad. But what I believe is it affects three parts of you, mind, body, and soul. So, whatever you do that's bad will hurt your mind, hurt your body, and hurt your soul, whether it makes you sick or makes you anxious, or like damns you a little bit. Like mm, that's, that's what I think. Yeah. So. No, I like that. Yeah. And, and that's is, what and a that's, lot of people do think too. So. It's and not is just that me, something but. that goes across Wicca and other forms of witchcraft? That's like a generally accepted rule. Mm, not by everyone, but by most. By yeah, I, I'm pretty sure by most. But. Well, we're gonna find out today by cursing Nick. Yay. I want to curse my neighbors so badly. Oh, I would love that. Because there's, you know how terrible yeah, they are. Awful. They're, they're the, the worst <laughs> human beings. They had it coming. No, they like seriously. I woke up and I was, I got up at like seven today and did like my thing. And around eight, they start screaming and stomping. And it's a Sunday, people. It is a Sunday, and <laughs> the they are day. like yelling at the TV about some sport. What? Sports are on right now. I don't a, a, know. A lot, actually. Really? Baseball. Oh. Horse, yeah. horse stuff has happened this week. Yeah, At 8 a.m. on hockey. a Sunday, though? <laughs> also, one of them is English, so there could be some Oh uh, Yeah, they're stuff. watching They're no, watching football. Like, Cricket. Oh, yeah, no, I agree. There was actually, actually, there was soccer. That's probably exactly what it was, because when I turned on my TV today, it was on... ESPN two or something. Oh, there was a an English God. soccer match, and like they're just they're so stupid sounding. They just go Diego, Diego, Diego. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I don't want to pay with a bro. Do they I don't know what they're saying, but I just want them to die. Like, <laughs> like my cat is very upset, and I can't relax because it makes me feel anxious and there's cracks in my ceiling because they're stomping and the landlord won't do anything about it and we're moving yeah i'm sorry Which I, yeah i'm really sad about uh, yeah because they're we're right neighbors, down the road for me but um we have to it's so bad i know i'll just jen and i will move into wherever like whatever house you guys get <laughs> jen and i are gonna move in that's fine i'm actually cool with that right. maybe i'll cast a i have a real and turn and everything so. yeah. <laughs> the trick is going to be getting somebody else to curse your neighbor neighbor so that it comes curse back on neighbor. them so i <laughs> was thinking about neighbors. this today i was like i can't curse them because i don't care enough about them to have something come back to me three times right you have but, to really want them to hurt yeah I i'm guess. like i don't want to hurt i just want them to hurt so i was thinking about like maybe a banishment spell where they just go away or just but would you that, know arson 
Just, <laughs> no, they have just a really the cute cat. I don't know what it looks like because yeah, I've never seen it. Out. But it sounds really cute. It's just like meow, meow. And I'm like, oh, that's so cute. And he plays with like the toilet cap a lot where you hear it and you hear them yelling at him like, Moody, stop that. And I'm like, yay, Moody. <laughs> it sounds like Moody's already doing the work that you would want to do anyway. Okay, yeah. so hypothetically, if you were to curse your terrible soccer loving neighbors, how would that happen? Yeah, what would you do? I wouldn't do anything to them witchy. I would just probably do something like from a horror movie. To yeah, you would oh, try okay. to scare them off. Yeah, I would but try to scare them off. But I think that's important because clearly you have enough faith in what could happen to not even mess with it. Like I don't some, some mess- people yeah. might joke around and say, oh, I cast a spell because they don't really believe in it. But I think it's important to note that you're I- not even going to mess around with that because you believe that that power is there and that I believe, it could yeah, them. I think that there's karma and then I think that there's the rule of three. And I just feel like what I said from the beginning, what you put into the world, you get back. And so if you're putting negativity towards somebody else, you'll get that back eventually. But, um, yeah, I do want something really bad to happen to them. Arson. (laughs) If if there was, like, a purge, oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just thinking about it. It's, like, making me sound All we can do is hope for the purge. (laughs) (laughs) The great purging. Um, so moving on to something maybe a little more involved directly with sort of practical magic we have an assortment of items laid out on the round table mm-hmm. I'm s- painting a, a picture for everyone listening we're sitting around a round wooden table there is a green cloth that is laying down there's an empty it's turquoise an empty bag oh sorry <laughs> let's be as specific as actually, possible actually teal sorry <laughs> And, uh, and there's there's these different items. Can you walk us through a couple of things that you brought with you and, yeah. and specifically what they mean and why you Ooh. why you made them? And begin with my Snoopy glass. Your Snoopy <laughs> glass. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so this is smudge. This is like um, a bunch of dried sage that is um, that is bundled up with some a little bit of twine. It's for cleansing and for purifying. Um, so do you burn that? Mm-hmm. It okay. smells really good. Let's smell it. Can I can I do this? Yeah. Yeah, fuck okay. it. Okay, yeah. okay. Lauren is now lighting the sage on fire. I'm lighting the sage on fire. It smells really I like nice. how Nick so quickly gave permission for that in my apartment. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't live yeah, here. Light it. I want to see this. Are you so, kidding me? <laughs> it's meant for like cleansing. Like cleansing the room? Yeah, cleansing like the, the room. energy. Yeah. Yeah. People that, like, practice Wicca will either be, like, really by the book and be like, if I say these words in a certain way or in a certain language, it will come to pass. But, like, I feel like it's just your intent and what your feelings are. So if you put your energy and your intent into something, then I feel like that's what will come to pass. And that's my whole point of view on it. So it's more fluid than, say, a religion that would be, like... This is you say this many Hail Marys. It's much more about. The I feel way like there's no rules, it, right? and it's like whatever you feel because that's what it matters. does. Smell really good. I actually <laughs> I'm familiar with this because I worked in a music studio, and the chief investors in the music studios were practicing semé, and one time after we had like charms all over the studio that were supposed to be for good energy, one time after a really really awful client. And I'm not going to name names, but just the worst recording Dave session. Dave Matthews. <laughs> so much worse. Not the one you know. It's a um, totally unfamous Dave Matthews. <laughs> the investor actually sent us over a few bundles of this, and we 
had to ask the interns to light it and burn wow. it around the studio trying to cleanse the negative energy that that client left behind. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. This... Do you think it works or was the next client really shitty? No, next client was great. <laughs> Most go. of them were the great. next client was John Mayer. <laughs> and he was a gentleman. Yeah, he was awful to all the pretty young women. But, man, yeah. he, he wrote some nice songs while he was in there. <laughs> Dave's body is a wonderland. <laughs> so, I like um, fire and water. Those, I mean, if you are into Wicca or, like, any type of natural witchery, there's like elements that you may worship or I don't worship them, but I do think that there's something powerful when it comes to fire mm-hmm. and water. So um, that's why I like lighting incense and I love sage and smudge. Mm-hmm. And um, the other one over here is um, sacred wood um, that you burn. It smells really good. So this looks like it's a piece of wood with a small candle and it has a small like gem. That's or amethyst. Amethyst, right. okay, yeah, wrapped in. It, and what's it wrapped in? It's wrapped in um, twine, and there's um, wildflowers. Oh, okay. So it looks really neat. Yeah. So you burn the whole thing? Mm-hmm. Even even the amethyst? Um, well, it probably doesn't burn. It doesn't burn. Yeah, that's us. It's probably about. Only yeah. Left. It's more of a, a spell, and whatever you put your again, whatever you. Sorry, I'm not talking into the mic. <laughs> whatever okay. you put your intent into, mm-hmm. it's kind of what comes to pass so when matt and i first moved into our apartment i cleansed the space of negative energy but it obviously didn't work because yeah. we have the neighbors really yeah. bad maybe they neighbors. were doing some kind of counter spell to to knock it off balance I don't know. so the thought is that this what what's the name for for this dealy that i'm holding uh palo santo Palo Santo. That's the name of the. It's, it's a... Gold, Palo Santo. Diego, 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 Diego. Diego. Um, it's sacred wood. Oh, okay. Okay. It's um in a type of incense. Okay, so the idea is that this is, I guess, magically charged, and mm-hmm. you would burn this. Ooh. Yeah, with... I bought that specifically from um, Ritual Craft in from Denver, Colorado. You talked a little bit just then about elements, fire and water. Mm -hmm. Are you invoking uh, like the spirit of fire and water or is it more- I don't do that, but some people do. So some people- Some witches do do that. So it's more of like a deity for some people. Yes. Okay. Yeah. But for me, I just feel like, I feel like there's a universal force and we're all attached to it and using elements that keep you alive brings you closer to it. That's how I feel. Right. So like fire and water, I feel like are very powerful. So yeah. And again, whatever you believe and whatever you feel for me, um, and you put your intent into it, it makes it all the more powerful. So for me, if I burn incense or if I do sage to cleanse an area, like with my belief and my belief in this thing, which is creating like this reality around it. It makes it stronger. And I gotta say, it doesn't sound terribly different than no. religions no, that, really that most people are probably familiar with. Yeah. I mean, I think about every time something was lost yeah. in our house and the custom was to say, like, oh, we'll pray to say Anthony. Anthony. yeah. And it's the same idea. You're putting an intention out there that you'll find it. So no. it, it really does, in practice at least, it yeah, feels like things that I'm people very are, interested in religions yeah. and 
I feel like it's all the same shit. Like you, it's just a matter of yeah. No, it's you know it's what you ritualistic belief. Yeah. Like, uh, let me ask this in a technical way. Do you fucks with protection spells at all? <laughs> <laughs> um. No, because I'm a badass bitch and I don't need protection. Yeah, that's true. That, that, that is true. Lauren, Lauren is very skilled at Krav Maga, and I know firsthand that although she's small, can just beat the shit out of you. So, yeah, that was a dumb question. You have all the protection you need. I mean, um, I, mean I don't do protection spells because I feel like I have inner strength, and, I mean, I don't, I'm not... I'm like a hundred and twelve pound girl, but like I know how to kill a fucking man with my bare hands. So like, can we see that? We've we've seen some of the other stuff. Would you like to demonstrate? You don't want to see it. (laughs) Um, But no, I do have like this weird confidence um, in myself, which is weird because I'm an anxious person. But like, I know if like it came to like protecting myself, I would murder a person. but again, I know that people do protection spells and I don't really know too much about them because I've never done one before. But there are like colors, like the color black is supposed to be for protection. Um, a lot of times people use like um, Apache's Tears um, stones or um, Onyx. Um, yeah. Those are stones right. for protection. Right. Um, there's talismans that you can use and that's like, you know. Sure. And are those things that also Again, are blessed in some way, or is it just I, it inherently? depends on the person? Right. So it depends where you get it from. Um, there are like ritual craft, for example, where I got this incense and this um, stone and this candle, this nice little bundle. They made this in ceremony, so I know that a lot of people put like their good intent into it for you to right. use it in whatever context you need. So. I feel like it's the same thing. It's like whatever your intent is, and that's what a lot of witchcraft is about, like just putting your feelings and what you want into the world. Right. So I noticed you, part of your gear is there's a book. So would that be a grimoire? Would that, that be the I word? mean, I guess so. So when I first started researching Wicca, I started making this little journal of things that I thought were that the the things that I gravitated towards and things that I thought would be relevant. So it was originally supposed to be a grimoire. Mm -hmm. And I made an appendix. Look at this. I haven't looked at this for a while. There is a table of contents. There is a table of contents. Read the entire book from beginning to end. Go. No. <laughs> and but, as, as um, Lauren's flipping through this, just for people who might not know, because I don't think we touched on grimoires at all last week, but I know it's something we talked before we got into the witchcraft mm-hmm. discussion. It's it's is it basically a spell book or is it or is there more to it than that? Both. There okay. were there are spells in here, and there are like um, things about moon phases and chakras and herbs and color magic and. Um, Wiccan holidays and here's the elements. Look at that, and they're the, the alchem, um, al- alchemy. My favorite animals. element is zinc. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that looks cool. Yeah, this is um, this is um, the um, Wiccan seasons, and this is the elements associated with each season. I was really into astrology too, so that's a little bit of that. But most of it's like color magic. Right. So this is the Lauren's going through her book, and it looks like what you would expect a book of spells to look like. It's pretty cool. Oh, 
Well, yeah, there's, uh, there's drawings of different I got of really herbs into and... it, yeah. And then when I discovered that Wicca wasn't for me, I kind of just stopped. And I, I'm, like, feeling a little inspired again, and I feel like I should kind of... <laughs> and you know what? It's interesting, a... you going through this and talking about astrology and spells and enchantments and everything... This is not too far off from what we were talking about in the first witch episode where the Grigori gave people the ability to do this long before they were supposed to get it. it I think what God was supposed to have gotten pissed off about was enchantment, blacksmithing, astrology, and astronomy right. were the things that the Grigori gave to, to man, to man yeah. uh, before, you know, Fucking a bunch of the humans. You got right. uh, angel dicks. <laughs> <laughs> um, thinking about like the the book and and clearly you put a lot of work into that writing mm-hmm. in it, drawing in it, and you said that you kind of got out of it. Are there things um, like tarot or things like that where you feel there's a creative side to this? Do you mm-hmm. feel like it's an engaging a creative part of who you are? Yeah, I love tarot for that reason because um, there's a set rule, the set of rules that you need to follow. Um, like you know, sometimes you re- you read cards in reverse or like um, you draw cards a certain way. But like I kind of found my like own comfortable zone with doing readings and whatnot. So there is a nice social aspect to it. Um, before we started recording, we were talking about what last. 4th of July where I was stuck at a party and I brought out my tarot cards and I was like oh I'll do readings for my friend because he requested them and then for like four hours I was just stuck (laughs) there because people just wanted readings and I'm too nice to say no to someone so I was just doing past present future readings so there is like you know this social element to it but um what I like is with tarot I don't really think it's you know I don't really con. I mean, I do and I don't consider it a form of divination. I feel like it's things you've already known, and it's just like helping you figure out the answers to these questions. Like it's like forcing you to look at things from a different perspective. Right. It's like yeah. removing the clutter of yeah the world that like, you think is around yeah. you. Yeah, and-, and that's how I feel about it. So I feel like. In a sense, you are connected to whatever force there is out there. But, like, again, like, there's, like, that whole thing with free will. And so this is you exercising your free will. It's interesting, yeah. Because I, I, you don't think of it that way. I think that the assumption that people have about things like tarot is probably more what you would... The way it would be framed in a movie where someone is... Having an out of bo- they're having an out of body experience and they're literally seeing the future and I think that's what probably most people would and take oh, or, or, or people are gonna say this is all bullshit or they're gonna believe it and think that the person is you know ha- is all seeing or something that yeah. or it, you're learning really specific things like you will meet your true love on June first yeah, this of exact three day. years no, yeah. no, but no. it's I a, mean there's probably people out there that can do that. Like, without a doubt, but I'm not one of those people. Yeah, it seems like people who have figured out how to monetize it have gotten really good at doing things (laughs) like that. That's certainly true. And if you tell them, I mean, it's all a scam, a lot of it. Like, people that do tarot readings or, like, do psychic readings. Uh, I'm not saying that all of it is, but a large portion of it is. If you tell them enough information, yeah, yeah, or if you tell them really general things, they'll like be like, "Oh yeah, that's totally me." Yeah, cold Um, reading. 
I do have like um I did a really drunken reading um in January. I brought Lauren, I went, you drink? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I gotta say, I'm quite disappointed. <laughs> I went to Punta Cana with my friends, and my one very close friend, I won't say her what her name is in case she listens to this. Um, I don't we'll think call her care. Mildred. We'll call Just her Mildred. She'll be very angry. Yo, big ups to Mildred. What up, girl? <laughs> <laughs> um, I did like a uh, reading. And it was a past, present, future reading, and I thought like when I read her cards, because I had her draw the cards. I don't, I don't draw them myself when they I do readings for other people, because again, it's like you know I tell ask them to keep the question in their mind because I it's all about intent for me. For me, it's all about intent. So if you um, are feeling a certain way, it will just kind of that's where your mind is, and that's what it will read as. So she drew three cards and it was pretty much like you had the sky in the past that um, you thought was perfect, but it was, you know, it wasn't. He Wait, was a piece I know of this shit. Person? No, 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 you don't. You've okay. never met him. Um, so it like talked about her ex and then talked about her present and her future. I'm just like, and I know this person very well. So I'm like, yeah, this is a bomb reading. Like, this is it. She's going to be, like, so pissed that this is, like, uh, that this is just, like, straight up not what she's looking for. Yeah, that, that, that like, promising. Yeah, she's going to be like, yo, that, that, that has nothing to do with me. Um, we were sharing a room, and after everyone else went to bed, she was like, oh, my God. And I was like, what? And she was just like, how did you know? And I'm like, what are you talking about? And she's like, I've been thinking about him nonstop, my ex. And I'm just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I didn't even know about him. And she's never talked never talked to me about him or right. like, sorry, my jersey was trying to come out. She's never talked to me about him or like to any other people in our friends group. And she like we stayed up to like for a few hours just talking about it after. And I was like, whoa, that's cool. Yeah. You know, so. So is there any chance you could do a reading for one of us? Oh, God. <laughs> but on the spot. Um, I mean, just just one of the quick ones, if you don't mind. Do you yeah, want to do you wanna go I, for it? Do you feel like you can come up with a clear question that would uh, geez. prompt, prompt uh, this? I'll tell you what. Since my fiance got here, is this wedding going to work out? Because, like, <laughs> I've had doubts. And, like, I know she's had doubts. I mean, I'm I will do I'm a totally past, joking. present, future reading for no, you. No, no. Let's, let's not traverse down Let's that not road. poke that there. Why? Are you afraid of what the cards might have to say? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's not good that already tells me all i need to know <laughs> we should clear some space here i think if, if i we're guess gonna... it's it's ed so what we're gonna do now is lauren is has been so kind to say to agree to do a reading for theo so right now theo's shuffling the cards i'm glad it's not me because i can't shuffle cards i can't either i'm really bad at this <laughs> just mix them up this. make them different than they were so he's cutting the deck. <laughs> no, he's shuffling them poorly. Okay. I hope the future that we find from this is that I learn how to shuffle cards. <laughs> and as we said before, there's, uh, I, I think, I don't know if we talked about it yet, just that fact that you made this cloth that's that's down here now. Yeah, so um, 
Again, I'm all about intent. Right. <laughs> you couldn't tell. Um, so there are, you know, on Etsy or like whatever website, you can buy your own like tarot reading cloth where you put you, you lay the cards out and you can do your readings on them. And they even have like little um, satchels that hold the cards. But I don't want to buy something that I'm going to use to discover my inner secrets and others inner secrets so I hand sewed that these two things and they're really cool looking one's like all velvety and has like snake skin on the backside and yeah it's a, it's black on the underside and then and then turquoise on the on the top cut it into three decks okay three decks <laughs> <laughs> cut it into decks there we go three decks so Lauren's now spreading the cards out in an arc on the cloth. Now there is a second arc of cards from the second cut of the deck. And finally a third. What's your question? Oh, this isn't like birthday rules. I have to say it out loud. Oh, no, okay. you can say it. Say it in your head. I want you to think about your question in your head. Okay. Don't say it out loud. Now... Pick the first card. Come here. And think about it. Don't just like randomly pick a card. You can close your eyes. You can just look at them if you want. Okay. Now, same thing. Think about your question. Again, don't just blindly pick. You don't have to like do it right away for the sake of time for <laughs> the podcast. <laughs> but do pick from this row. And finally, the third one. There's a lot of intent on that last grab. You seem very yeah. sure of it. Don't think fun. So Lauren's now reassembling the deck from the three arcs of cards. Oh, head. <laughs> so, there, was a, there was a knowing oh, head when she flipped the second card, so I can't wait to hear about that. <laughs> okay. All right, so this is the two of wands. The wand suit represents, like, um, creativity and, like, um, your inner light. There's um, different um, suits. So there's, like, you see the swords right here. So you right. have two other. I'm doing a past present reading, by the way. So your past card is the two of wands. So you were kind of, like, at this sort of stalemate where you were in a not like a duel like a you throw your white glove on the ground <laughs> and like, but like you were at some sort of impasse where it came to um creativity or like what you were trying to discover within yourself this is impacting your current state right now which is the four of swords which is a nice card. So okay. in this card, you have like a little lammy. He's so cute. But there's like little swords hanging above him. So you need to be aware that um, naivety and your innocence, it, while, you know, that those are certainly good traits, you are surrounded by swords and you need to tread carefully. Mm. In your future, you have the 
eight of swords. There's a lot of swords on this table. <laughs> you just yeah. doubled your swords, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> so in this card, this is the Wild Unknown deck, by the way. This is a really great deck. It's um, really it's cool made by Kim Kranz. Um, the artwork is really cool. So in the first card and the second card, oh, this is a nice reading. <laughs> but um, you have horizontal lines, which represent balance and stability. Mm-hmm. So in your past, there was some sort of... Um, positive, stable energy, and that's going to be reflected in your future, but you need to be careful in the future. So you're going to be changing over into a really great role, but you need to be mindful that there are still obstacles and there are many dangers and the slightest miscalculation may send you on a path to being sorted. (laughs) (laughs) By eight swords. (laughs) By eight swords. Um, But this um, card represents change and self-transformation. Just do whatever you feel is right and always follow your inner light. Okay. Would you like me to tell you what I was thinking about? Oh, God, yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes, tell us. I hate my job. And I really want to get a new one, but the job I have is a decent job. It pays well and gives it's me a lot of stable horizontal lines. <laughs> no, this is your future. Me, it gives me a lot of flexibility, but I really don't enjoy it. And I've been having a lot of conflicting emotions about leaving. Mm-hmm. Well, that kind of represents you in this card. So mm-hmm. you're this like little lammy that has all these ideas, but there's swords around you. So you kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't um (laughs) um but no really um according to these cards you're looking for a sense of stability but you know there's all the outside pressures of you know being alive and having an apartment or you know living on your own but it it's not it's not a bad reading okay that's good that's makes me hopeful and i gotta say that was eerily on point really <laughs> yeah oh god i feel like i was just fumbling because <laughs> i'm like oh god too drunk for this i mean I, that's I that's what know. i was thinking like you know i didn't want to tell you what i was thinking about before the reading because i wanted to see like if it actually had and some kind of bearing and i really feel like it also did. relates to your intellect so it looks like you need a job oh, now that i know that i guess you could say i'm you. pretty sharp <laughs> <laughs> no no but seriously like um i don't I actually don't really know what you do, and I'm sorry because I know that we're like in the same friend group. <laughs> he hates it. But um, the swords group um, actually relates to your intellect and intelligence. Um, if it was the uh, suit of pentacles, that's more material, so that's more like the home and your job. If it was like the pentacle suit, that would be like more closely related. So okay. this may, this might not even represent your prospective job outcome mm-hmm. but this just might be like internal which is growth. crazy because i know the swords represent intelligence but i've always known you to be quite stupid yes <laughs> a real I, dullard i think you missed my sharp like a swords <laughs> joke earlier so clearly one of us is wrong david if you want i did bring like the um the descriptions of each one just in case if you wanted like a by the book Type of thing. I can Google yeah. that up here. Okay. We can even check that out later. So, so 
Thank you, uh, Lauren, for that tarot reading. Yeah, yeah, that was very, very, very cool. cool. Thank yeah, you. I really appreciated I'm, that. I'm sorry, couldn't be better. Oh, it was no, fantastic. It was I thought it was really cool. I liked it. <laughs> and I think we probably have a lot of people that don't have experience with that, or if they do, maybe it's kind of like you said, like maybe they felt like they were scammed. But I think that <gasps> seemed, I think doing it in this setting seemed very genuine. So I think we just had a couple more things to talk about. I know, Theo, you had an interesting question that we talked about before we started recording. Yeah, just a couple to round them out. So what would you say is the most accurate portrayal of what you do in, like, pop culture? In pop culture? Probably Vanessa Ives in The Penny Dreadful because... Oh, that's interesting. Okay. I could kind of see that because I feel like the way they portray that character for anyone who's seen the show is similar. I mean, obviously, there's some really over-the-top witchcraft stuff, but I think at the core of her, Mm -hmm. she's not someone who's... No, she's not. ...constantly making, like, very specific spells No, she's a Christian. Right. She's she's sort of a multi-faith kind of person who's just open to the possibility Mm -hmm. of anything and allows herself to believe in things as they She's the mother of evil. Yeah. But she doesn't want to be. Yeah, that's a really good pick. I think that makes sense. Cool, that yeah, actually, like yeah. That. yeah. And is there anything to you that is just completely laughable? Anything that is just so uh, the opposite yes. of what witchcraft is actually uh, about? So, I i don't have cable, so I'm always <laughs> trying to find shows to watch mm-hmm. on Netflix and Hulu. And I came across one that was like, you'd be interested in this. And it was that Salem series. It yeah. is so bad. Shane West is in it. Like, How Shane dare West. you, Shane West? It's so <laughs> terrible. Half of them have British accents and the others have like Old West accents. And I'm like, you're very confused about like. You're one of them witches, like, ain't you? What New England was like. Right. And it's just. Welcome it's to atrocious. Boston, partner. Like, oh, God, why does it exist? Yeah, I remember, Nick, you saying that you were trying to check out that show, and when I asked you how it was, you were like, it's, um, you know, there's some stuff that you could maybe... it's bad. Well... It's awful. You know what I think the problem is with with things like witchcraft? There's there's so much to mine from. There's so much uh, historical record, but then also other fictional things that people dumb it down to the most base elements and then you get a show that they say well what's going to appeal to the most people and sometimes it's as ridiculous as like well pointy hats and brooms and then other times it's it's equally laughable but not in as obvious of a way because they're kind of dumbing down what it really means to to practice witchcraft yeah and honestly the alternative to that is kind of horrifying because i remember when when i was preparing for the first witch episode I read so many fucking academic texts on witches <laughs> and was like, this is so much more complex than it has to be. Right. Like, like you'll never know listening to this, but a whole lot got edited out of that first witchcraft episode. <laughs> a lot of pointless facts and trivia that just didn't have to be there. So I feel like you're either going to get something really dumbed down or it's going to be so monotonous uh, to describe it that it's going to... It's going to fall flat. It's going to be unentertaining to watch, which is the exact opposite of television. Yeah, and I think that's kind of the core of what we try to do here. It's why we call the age of enfrightenment, because we want to talk about things that are spooky and entertaining, but we also want to get to the interesting, like, deeper things about it. And I think this is a perfect example of that. It's much more interesting to me to just talk to someone about their experience Mm. practicing these things than, like Dave said, mining through just 
the data of what witchcraft has meant and a lot of it is just sort of mundane and then some of it is interesting but the important thing is to not just get the interesting stuff but the interesting stuff that people didn't know and i think we covered some of that today without a doubt i hope so yeah like um um i said it before but um i've never had a ghostly encounter or like anything spooky happen to me because I'm like Fox Mulder. I want to believe, but I don't really believe that like there's ghosts. Like I know I believe that there is that sort of thing, but like because I've never experienced it, like I don't truly believe it. Whereas Matt, my fiance, he's experienced spooky things happen to him. Like my sister's experienced spooky things that happen to them, and they truly believe that. And so I feel, again, like that's a reality Yeah, no, Lauren is in the same boat as Ed and Nick and I. We're, like, really fascinated by this stuff, really wants to know more about it, might practice some of it, but also you tend to run into a lot of the, the logical scientific side of you kind of... Uh, yeah it's the whole reason we do this we re it's like you said we want to believe we said in a previous i think our second sound episode we talked about like we really want some crazy shit to happen to us yeah Yeah. we're just not going to you know we're not going to it has to be real it has to be real we don't want to just convince ourselves of the reality we want to feel it i know a ton of people where it's happened to but and i'm like oh wow like i can't believe you because it's a secondhand experience like i want it to happen to me but i feel like because i want it so badly and because there is like this disbelief that does exist like it won't happen because yeah it's just, yeah and i think that's an interesting way to look at what you do because on the flip side people of different faiths they might say that they're part of their faith because they just know it to be true whereas you're almost the opposite like you're doing this because you don't necessarily believe, but you want to get so you're you're on more of a journey to seek something yeah. out than to uh, sort of just re you know reinforce the things that you are your own bias. You're you're kind of going against your own bias and saying, "Let me dig deeper and see if there's yeah. something out there beyond what I hold is true." Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Well, we want to thank you for coming on today. This was really cool. Thank you cool. for inviting me. I yeah, hope this, it was cool. No, this was this was perfect. Yeah, <laughs> and I think it was great that we had a non-Jordan guest on. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, it actually dawned on me the other <laughs> day that we were like, we're going to have special guests, and we've had one, I which would is like Jordan to do twice. More. <laughs> um, yeah. If no, you we'll ever have you back on. Oh, you know, yeah, absolutely. Episode. Consider I'll, I'll yourself a friend of the show. I'll tell Aww, you guys a secret right so now, nice. actually. Uh the guest this is just jordan doing a girl's voice uh, <laughs> surprise he's actually a very talented vocal artist i don't know who jordan is though so. yeah oh, man he's so. really selling yeah, it right will now. Will <laughs> yeah, we get it daniel song. day lewis he won't break character <laughs> <laughs> so so yes i i echo that thank you lauren this was uh, a cool experience for us and we hope you had fun i did and thank you to everybody listening as yeah. always, you can find us all over the internet. Uh, specifically, you can go to aoepod.com. That's our website. Might be where you're listening to it right now. On Twitter, find us at aoe underscore podcast. And on Facebook, just search Age of Enfrightenment. Easy enough. And we're happy to say also that if you are listening to us on the website and you have an iOS device, you might want to get over to iTunes and subscribe because the podcast will be loaded up on your device every two weeks and you won't ever miss an episode of cool people like Lauren talking about Yay. the spooky things that they do. <laughs> yeah. I am the spookiest. <laughs> <laughs>
Thanks for listening, everyone. Yeah, thank you all. Later, everybody. Later.